Follow us on Facebook at Off Script with Super E Podcast. Also follow us on Twitter at Off Script Pod underscore one. Off Script with Super E recommends listener discretion as these real but sometimes uncensored stories can be filled with mature content. Hello everybody, Jay here back with the Off Script from Super E. Um little under the weather today but uh a little i I feel like cameron in uh ferris bueller's day off because i knew ferris bueller a train would keep calling me and calling me and calling to to make me do that i think you got a hold of harvey firestein not ferris bueller good oh man so uh gonna pretty much let a train run things but um yeah, Adrian, say something. You sound horrible. <laughs> I feel horrible. Are you going to make it? Well, I don't know. I know that Mrs. J has gotten out the life insurance policy and <laughs> you know, ritualistically danced around it. So we'll see. <laughs> okay. Did you, did you ask her to? You knew she's going to spit on your grave, but did you ask her to refrain from dancing on it? <laughs> exactly. Wow. Exactly. That voice you're hearing is the star of our show, Super E. Oh, my God. Hey, Super E, I think we're going to have to carry him on this one. I know it's going to be a heavy burden, but I think we'll be able to do it. Okay. Right on. Hey, I am literally laying in the bed flat on my back because I can't even hold my head up. But. <laughs> He's yeah. like he's like a newborn infant. <laughs> oh my gosh! Which well, I don't have a full diaper, so we haven't quite got there yet. Hey, speaking of which, um, I actually am in a fantastic mood, and I feel great, Jay. I'm feeling good uh, myself. And one of the reasons I feel so great is A Train is now a Paul. All right. Yes. Ooh. Congrats. Yes. Speaking awesome. speaking of little infants. Yes. So I'm so happy they they named her Agnes Cleopatra. And uh I just couldn't be more thrilled with the name. That that's say a, that again. <laughs> it was a joke. Her name really isn't Agnes Cleopatra, but is it actually Gertie? <laughs> huh? Is it Gertie? Yes, yes, Ger- and that's short for Gertrude. That's right. So, okay, enough about uh, Mike's illness and, and my joy. Uh, <laughs> Super E, have you got something good for us to to cheer our good buddy Jay up? Because he, he sounds like he might die. <laughs> so, well, I'll, I'll give it a shot, and today's going to be a theme. And... Um, the theme for today's show to cheer uh, Aylin J up is Detective Ron Adams almost gets backdoored. So here's what happened. <laughs> is that good? Me, is that really going to make Jay feel better? 
It might because it w- wouldn't be him. So yes, it's a lot better. Okay. Okay. Well, let's hear it. Let's hear it. So here we go. Um, back in the day, we used to have to do um, investigations on things like Backpage, where women weren't working the streets. They were using the newfangled internet to uh, prostitute and uh, find Johns on the internet. Okay. And so Detective Ron Adams, who was he was at the end of his career and nearing retirement, and uh, he would do the internet investigations because he looked, you know, he would uh, dress like a businessman, act like he was a businessman coming into town. Okay. So he did these type, type of investigations, and me and Big Steve, we would back him up. So one uh, evening, Detective uh, Detective Adams, that was, that's his code name, by the way. Okay. He says he's got a girl that he's meeting at one of the nice downtown hotels. They're okay. right in the center of the city. Right. And so um, Detective Adams, he his room was on the, I think it was on the fourth floor. And um, the girl said she would meet him there and she would call him on the phone. Cell phones are plentiful then. And call him on the cell phone and let him know that she was um, at the hotel. So me and Big Steve, we were up on the fourth floor and we were hiding around the corner waiting to see the girl go in. And then we would uh, just wait outside the door when Ron would give the signal for us to come in. We had an extra pass card. Okay. So, uh, Ron um, calls us on our phone and says, uh, the girl's here. She's coming up the elevator right now. Okay. And we were like, okay. So, me and Steve were hiding around the corner. We're not poking our heads out yet. And then we could hear the elevator. Ding, ding. And then we could hear something like a, a thundering of steps, like boom, boom, <laughs> boom. It's like if we had a glass of water from Jurassic Park, it would be making that noise. Boom, boom. Like, what is that? Is there a wrecking ball? Oh, they turned down the building, and we peeked our head around the corner. And Detective Adams' escort that was going to show up and have sexual intercourse or other things with him, she was huge. <laughs> Okay. He made Big Steve look like Mickey Rooney. I mean, <laughs> she, she ended up finding out she she weighed well over 400, 450 pounds. Ooh. And when she was thundering towards Detective Adams' room, she mm. looked like uh, Old Faithful geysering for air, you know, because she was exerting so much effort. Just this walk. Okay. It was like... And that's and I was like, oh my God, she's going to stroke out before she gets to the door. And so, me and Steve are not trying to giggle, you know. But we're, you know, we get our heads peeked around the corner. She knocks. Detective Adams lets her in, and she barely makes it in. And then she gets in, gets settled down, and I guess she took off her humongous coat slash tent. And um, her and Detective Adams start talking. And me and Steve scurry up to the door to, to listen in. Of course. And we could hear, we could hear Ron was like, oh, oh, <laughs> wow, nice to meet you. He was just overwhelmed by what he was seeing. 
uh, kind of not what I expected. And she's like, I know. And uh, I know you're not what I expected. And then he's like, oh, so um, what's what we got here? She has a great big briefcase. And we can sense the fear in Detective Adam's voice. He is scared shitless. Okay, hold because- hold on a minute. She walked into this uh, this meeting with a briefcase. Yes. Okay. She's got she's got a large briefcase. Okay. And me me and Double S, we didn't know what was going on, but we heard something snap open that was a briefcase. And she looks at Detective Adams. She goes, yeah, me and you, I, we're going to have some fun. And the tech guy like, yeah, I can't wait for fun. Briefcase snaps open. And it's full of extremely large dildos <laughs> in, in a variety of colors. And Detective Adams goes, oh, oh, you're going to be inserting them in yourself? Um, is that going to cost me extra? She goes, I ain't putting them in me. And she, she picked up the great big one. She goes, I'm shoving this right up your ass. And Ron, all of a sudden, Ron went from, to, oh, no, you're not. And she goes, oh, yes, I am. And he goes, oh, no, you're not. And then he he sits there and goes, basically, just give me a hand job and I'll pay you whatever you want. (laughs) Just don't (laughs) tip that up my ass. And she goes, oh, you're a giant puss. And so they basically agreed on a hand job. Okay. Um, cause he, cause he didn't want to be reamed out to super extra large. And so whenever he talked, he had an echo, but, uh, so he gives a signal and me and Steve get the card and we go in and we see how big this woman, I've never seen a, a woman that big in person in my life. It was, it was nothing but folds. Oh, you know, oh it dear. looked like, two Michelin, it looked like two Michelin men stacked up on top of each other. <laughs> And I'm like, where are the areas that are the necessary areas for this? And I did, I wasn't trying to be a smart ass. Yeah. Not at all. But yeah. But we all had questions. Mm-hmm. And, and here's the thing. I'm not trying to be crude, but just that walk up there had her sweating profusely. And there was an odor. Oh, wow. You know what? You're going to make poor Jay hurl again. <laughs> get the virus out of him. <laughs> Okay, I I have a couple questions. Can I ask? Go ahead. Okay, so you, uh, Detective Adams, he set this up off of you. Had called it back back page. Is that yes. is that uh, is that like a uh, on the computer on the internet, or was this a uh, paper that he found this ad? I think that, you know what. If I'm trying to remember, it might have been. It might have been. For Detective Adams, he found it just in the paper. So okay. It was just a, okay. So, so do, he didn't see the pictures on the internet. Do you remember? Um, I mean, did uh, did this this young lady? Did she give a description in that ad? Was she? No. no okay. Okay. Detective Adams was totally surprised. Okay. Okay. It, it was basically shock and awe. And and so. Uh, in in their their initial conversation to set this up, I mean he he in no way said, "Hey, bring a briefcase of toys to shove up my ass." 
Yeah, there's no way Detective Adams would request that. Okay, so this this was just her, uh, this was her thing. This was her, this is what she did. Yep, this is what she did, and I guess maybe some guys enjoy it because this is, this is how I was just, I was curious. I had questions. I was a sponge. I was ready to soak up her information. (laughs) And only information. Not her sweat. uh, Yeah. So I said, I told her, I said, ma'am, I'm not going to try to be rude. And I'm not going to try to be disrespectful. I know exactly what to ask me. How is it that a woman 400 plus is out here uh, being an escort? I said, that's exactly my question. I said, how did you start doing this? And I think this was bef- I think this was back when you had like MySpace or something because I didn't know anything about computers then. Uh-huh. Like, but she said, I never in my wildest dreams would I, would I think about doing this. But however, as a joke, I put a couple of pictures of me and my other extremely large girlfriends because she goes, I'm bisexual, by the way. Okay. She goes. Um, I posted a couple of pictures and my extremely large girlfriends as a joke. And she goes, I got flooded with requests for more pictures from guys. And then they were offering to pay me money for the photos. And then they started asking to pay me money for me to do things in the photos. And then it came, they were requesting to meet me and they said they would compensate me very, very well if I would do their request. That is amazing. So what started out as a joke, she very quickly realized, hey, there is a market for a uh, a big, beautiful woman like me. That's Yes, okay. exactly. And she, and she had a funny set. She had a funny, sassy attitude. Okay. And uh, Detective Adams goes, he, she goes, what's going to happen now? And he goes, well... And he goes, I got to take you to jail. She goes, what's the charge? He goes, prostitution. It's a misdemeanor. And she and she just kind of just shrugged her shoulders and said, you know what? I'm making three thousand dollars a week. I have enough. I have enough regulars. I won't have to worry about meeting somebody new and possibly going to jail. So this this miss. She goes, don't worry, detective. This misdemeanor arrest ain't going to hurt me. I just won't do it this way again, and I'll continue to make $3,000 a week. That is unbelievable. So yeah, I she, was like, right on. She was doing so well with her regulars, she didn't need to put these ads out anymore. She yeah, had, she, I, you know, she might have got a little greedy. Uh huh. And, you know, tried uh-huh. to expand even more. Uh huh. And probably next time, she was probably going to um, do a little bit more background or ask a few more questions about possible new clientele. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Do a little more due diligence. Due diligence, which leads me to the next Detective Ron Adams story. Okay. Where he almost took it in the ass. Oh, my God. God Okay. So, okay. Okay. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Okay. Um, in our wonderful city that we serviced, um, there's an area on the north side where you got very rich people, and they're very snooty. And a lot of times, they're, some of them folks, 
they're all for, um, you know, they don't care about what happens in other people's area of town about crime and all this stuff. But if it happens up in their area, they're madder in hell. Mm-hmm. So I guess some people up there thought this woman was having Johns come over to her house, and they were uh, thinking that she was prostituting for money in their neighborhood, and they did not like it. Okay. Now, they're kind of like, we don't care if it happens other places, but we definitely don't want it here. And boy, they had, these people had the ear of all the bigwig politicians in mm-hmm. the town. Mm-hmm. They made a big complaint. And the guy at the top called our office or his aide called the office and said, hey, we got this complaint up on the north side. You better get somebody in there to take care of this. Okay. And so who's our man for that? Detective Detective Adams. (laughs) Okay. So now this is what this woman did. He calls her on the phone on the number she advertised. She, I believe, said that she was going to set up a lunch date with him and she was going to interview him. And if I'm not mistaken, I don't know if she had references she requested, requested, Okay. but he had to meet her for lunch and she put him through a very thorough screening Wow. to make sure he wasn't the police. Okay. And, uh, you know, he was good at this, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, he'd been doing it for 35 years. So, yeah. I mean, he wore a suit tie, looked like a businessman, had it all down. Right. So she believed he wasn't a police officer, believed his background story. So she said that he could come up, make an appointment with her, and go to her house for a, it was like a session or something like that, whatever she called it. Okay. So I'm Detective Adams' backup. And this is summertime, and it was the evening, and his appointment was at 7 o'clock. Okay. And he had no idea what was going to meet him on the other side of that door. Something had creeped him out mm-hmm. quite a bit by the way she talked to him. She was very stern, very bossy in control, and he had to act like a he was subservient to her. Ah, okay. And he, you know, And this was – his uh, spider senses were tingling. He says, man, this. so he told me, he goes, I'm going to go in there at seven. If I'm not walking out that front door at eight o'clock, you come in no matter what. Okay. I, don't, I don't care what's going on. I want you inside this house. I've got a real, real bad feeling. <laughs> and I was like, right on. Okay. So this is what I recall. He, he, I I watch him get out with his suit and tie on, and he goes knocks on the door, and he's let in. And this woman, she's dressed very nice. She starts talking to him. She takes him down to her room. I, it was one of those, uh, like an S and M thing. Okay. You know? Uh huh. Like I a just keep dungeon. Like kind of like a Pulp Fiction <laughs> in the back, where you know Zeb. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugh. So next thing he, he, he's down there and he's looking around and he's like, oh, man, oh, my God, I got a bad feeling. She's like, oh, by the way, you need to take off your clothes. So he has to get naked. And what's the next thing she does? She comes over. He's standing with his stomach up against the wall. He's stark naked. Oh my God. Stomach up against the wall. Okay. She puts his he's his arms are like spread out and she shackles him to the wall. 
who uh, can't get away. Oh, no. And his buttock <laughs> is facing outward. Oh, no. <laughs> and she says, she goes, she looks him up and down and goes, oh, my subservients are going to love you. <gasps> Uh, and then his brain is going, oh, no, alert, alert. Uh, he thought there was going to be a gaggle of dudes running a train right through his rectum. Uh, he was freaking out. I imagine. Oh, yeah. I was blessed. His <laughs> he was, you know, he was rethinking that hour. He should have told, yeah. told you 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, 35 seconds. <laughs> right. So then... She he looks over and she takes out one of them whips and he's like, Oh my god, but I think he's gonna I think he was gonna prefer this to the uh, giant yeah. ass raping. Yeah, but uh she starts cracking him on the back with that whip. Oh and she and she starts saying, You look like nothing but a slut to me. She goes, Are you a slut? Yes, madam. <laughs> yes. He and then she says this. Have you ever partaken of escorts before? Yes, madam, I have. Crap! <laughs> You're nothing but a slut. You're a dirty slut. What's your name? Crack! <laughs> My name is Slut, madam. <laughs> and then she goes, from now on, whenever you address me, you refer yourself to yourself as slut. You got it? Crack! <laughs> I'm slut! I'm slut! <laughs> Finally, after all this, it's, I don't know what else is going on, but I think he was spared, you know, the, the rectum. Oh, th oh thank God. <laughs> the rectum invasion. Ugh. He was, uh, he was spared that. But now I'm looking at my watch. Mm -hmm. It's 7.59 in 50 seconds. Ugh. I'm getting out my car and I'm getting to get, I'm getting ready to do a running start. <laughs> And blast open that door, uh -huh. um, like the transporter in that first movie. Uh -huh. Right as I'm getting ready to go up there, I see Detective Ron Adams coming out, and he kind of gives me the signal to like go away. And so he's going to his car. I walk back to my car, and then he drives down the road. And we drive probably like I don't know five blocks down the road, find an empty parking lot, and we pull in, and he's telling me the story. I'm horrified. <laughs> and laughing at the same time. And as he's telling me the story, all, he he goes, he looked at me and goes, oh no. I go, what's wrong? You know, he had uh, some breathing issues and he needed to use, he had to use an inhaler. Okay. And he needed that inhaler. And Detective Adams goes, holy shit. I go, what's wrong? He goes, I left my inhaler <laughs> in the Madden's room. <laughs> I'm like, what are you going to do? He goes, I got a collar. I go, you want to go back in there? He goes, I got to. I need that inhaler. Oh. So he gets on the phone and he goes, beep, boop, 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 boop. And I hear, hello. And I, Detective Adams goes, madam, <laughs> what do you want? This is slut. Can slut come back and get his inhaler? And she goes, Oh, yes, you can, slut. I found your inhaler right here. Come and get it. He goes, oh, slut says thank you. Slut's appreciative. I'll be here in a minute. Okay, slut. See ya. And I looked at Ron. I go, man, I don't know. She goes, I got to have it. Yeah. 
but do you want to take a chance? He goes, yes, because, you know, he didn't want to get railed. Yeah. But, so he said he goes back in there. He runs in there, grabs that out of her hand, and ran out of there. And uh, he did this, you know, what he told me, I was like, man, I don't know if I could have survived. I would have been screaming like a baby. Yo, me too. I would have gnawed on my wrist just to free my hand. <laughs> like a coyote or something. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, he, he ran out of there. And then, he you know, he ended up doing the, the probable cause, arrested her. Okay. Or gave her a summons to uh, for a show up to court. But he, he did a hell of a job. And people wow. just don't understand some of the shit we got to go through sometimes. That is... That is very scary. So, so obviously this this session he had to pay for this session, right? Oh yeah, that it, was it the. Was quite a bit. It, it was quite a bit of money. This okay. This woman was. Um, I don't I don't know what, how to say it, but it was kind of like way way. I don't want to use the term high class, but mm-hmm. she her clientele. Higher end. High rents. Yeah, you had to spend a lot of money. Okay. Okay. And apparently they came back because she had dudes just like she. I guess they were like gimps. She'd open up a box and they'd pop out. <laughs> yes. And start running for Detective Adams. Yes, yes, I know that. Yeah, this is a uh, this is a, a popular genre with some of the uh, community. Yes. Uh huh. Oh my God. Well, I think, I think this is kind of a darker episode. It's darker, but it's awful funny because it didn't happen to us. Yes, exactly. Yeah. No, I agree with you. When she put the shackles on, if it was me, I would have freaked the hell yes. out. Yes, exactly. Bless his heart. Oh, bless his heart. Now, I, I feel like we need to check on Jay's well-being because we have not heard from him in a while. Jay, are you still alive? Jay. Shackles. Hello. <laughs> All he could get out was shackles. You okay? I think he's on the, I think he's on the phone to the matter right now. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm thumbing through my old back pages and um, yeah. going through the archives of Craigslist hoping to find her. Okay. Okay. From now on, we will refer to Jay as slut. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, I had to. Uh, very, very good. Uh, super. I, I had to. I had to mute it because. Oh, I'm. I'm gonna hack again. You go. Go ahead. Oh. <laughs> oh no. He's. He's really sick, isn't he? Yeah. You know what? If he, gets, if he has diarrhea on the next podcast, we're gonna have to get the butt plug mute. <laughs> oh fuck. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. Well, hey, Supery. Those were fantastic tales, and um, I, I, yeah, that was fantastic. And and uh, we 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 let Jay just lay back with his little infant head just bobbling, and uh, now he's in there yakking. So, okay, we're gonna we're gonna call a close on this one. I want to clear it for the court. I was hacking, not yakking. Oh, oh, I thought I thought you were throwing up. Okay. No, no, I've only I only did that overnight. I don't. Yeah. Okay. All I've put in my system is an apple. I've managed to keep that down. Okay, that's good. That's good. Yeah, I just it's just. um, All right. Yeah. You need Miss uh, Mrs. J to make you some some chicken soup, something good for your tummy. 
I agree. <laughs> All right. Okay. We're going to close this one out, and we're going to let Jay go get some rest. And thanks, Super E, for a great tale. No problem. Okay. Well, see y'all. Bye. All right. See you.